0: Dude, well, I appreciate you being on here, man. Um man, thank you. It's been you. a long time coming. How how have you been in tech so far, man? Like mm-hmm. you've been in tech for a while actually. Like since 2017, mm-hmm. which is so you've been in tech for like what, 6 years? So.
1: Yeah, so the first couple of like I would the first two jobs I had, uh the ones I started like that early on, those were I would not consider that tech. I know my LinkedIn may make yeah. it seem like it is, but I think you may appreciate this strategy. So I didn't come from a, a computer science background. My, I had a mechanical engineering mm-hmm. degree and all my jobs are all mechanical engineering at that point and I wanted to get into programming and I didn't have time to go back to do a masters or a bachelors and I had to start making money to pay for rent and pay off my student loans. And I always think like, how, like, what can I do? Like, I, I need to do something fast, I need to hustle. So, you know, I think as any like young kid who just kind of finished college, I had to just kind of make something, like fluff up the LinkedIn <laughs> a little bit, you know, put some stuff there that maybe not be the most, you know, truthful if you compare, you know, mm-hmm. if you do a litmus test, but I, ha- and it worked, you know, I got the LinkedIn recruiters uh, hitting me up. And uh, yeah, like thankfully that catapulted me, but, I, I personally say I've been in tech since like 2019. That's when I f- actually started programming. That's when I finished the uh, the masters, and that's when I got my first job as like a yeah, software and, and engineer. It's interesting.
0: You got your masters, and um, was that yeah uh, uh, machine learning, right? And this is before yep, ChatGPT, yep. uh, right? For AI, yeah, this
1: was way before that. This is so before that, man. This was like in the days where man, it's so <laughs> wild. Like I never get to talk about this, but. Thank you for bringing this up. It, it's, it's crazy. When I did my master's, GPT was not even a thing. Barely, like deep neural networks were barely a thing, like barely scratching the surface. Um, and like back in that day, you'd have like something like TensorFlow or PyTorch version like 1.13. That was the, I distinctly remember that. That's when I started using TensorFlow and I was creating my own like neural networks and, you know, feeding my own data, doing my own cleaning data pipelines, doing all of that. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really what got me, uh, into like the, the Mm -hmm. world of ML and the world of engineering around machine learning. But so before days of GPT, man.
0: What was it that really pulled you into it though?
1: Right. I dude. So I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Uh, again, I had to make that career change and I knew right away I was, you weren't happy being a structural engineer. You mean, (laughs) I was not, I was not happy with that. I have a funny story about what made me go into software, but um, I was, uh, you know, I, I'm like not a, I'm not, not a smart guy. For me to like get into, I have to like yeah. practice it. I need time. Like if you give me a lot of time and I have time to practice, like put the reps in, I'll, I'll outshine everyone. But you know, if you need immediate results, I struggle because I don't pick it up that fast, especially the technical concepts. So I was like, okay, If I had to go back and learn all of programming, I'm going to be screwed. There's no way. I don't have enough time and it's just not my style. So at that time, the hottest thing popping Mm -hmm. off was ML. It was like the, it was a crypto Web3 NFT stage from like a year ago. It was like ML was hot back in like in 2019, 2020. Everybody wanted an ML engineer. Everybody wanted ML in their system. So I'm like, you know what? Before I knew how to even write a class in Python, I already knew how to like, Spin up a neural network and using HG Boost. I went at it with such a different approach that I was like, "I." And just by want the to way, like ChatGPT didn't exist back then, in. so
0: you had to do this the old school way: Stack Overflow, Google. I had you to name do it. this,
1: dude. I had to. I, there's one resource I have. It's called. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling
0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: machinelearningmastery.com. If you get a chance, I'll send you the link to it. This is what I learned. And it's literally like an old school style blog where a guy was just like literally typing in python code explaining what's doing and that's how I learned like ml and all that yo, stuff. Yeah, that's
0: that's amazing and and you you honestly joined the right field because I mean, yo, there's stuff coming out right now. There is a company that reached out yeah. to me that's trying to take me away from my current job and I never heard of them, <laughs> but now I can't forget them because they built something where if, when you use Figma that turns things into react javascript Right, Jeez. where now you you don't need me to build everything it's not going to be perfect but it builds it out and now your senior JavaScript, or mm-hmm. your, yeah senior javascript developer can just tweak it around yeah and yeah it's um it, it's 100%. crazy it's scary but also exciting right and so talking about this then yo when you join ml right into AI. It was called ML. ML. Now it's called yeah. AI because AI sounds cooler. <laughs> it sounds a lot cooler. It does, yeah. Did you expect to be where it is now?
1: Honestly, when I, so I, I had no idea that something like chat like GPT yeah. would come out as fast as it did when I joined ML at that time, I obviously, so I was really into reading academic papers at that point. And I was like reading, like I wasn't really consuming mm. a lot of like YouTube stuff. So it was all like what were people cooking up behind the scenes like the first like neural network, the first convolutional neural network, like all this different stuff. Like I was really getting into that. And I remember when these papers were dropped, like people will be like crazy, like the capabilities people were like, oh, it's like, you know, the AI's AI taking over AI is taking over. But it's such a difference when you read an academic paper. To what the practical implications are like the impact doesn't hit you like you can read a dense academic paper like oh wow this is cool and then you forget about it and you watch something on youtube right um because you don't feel the practical impact and i think when stuff like gpt started like popping off i think that's when i started to realize oh like that back then kind of paved the way for this practical like you know uh impact and that's when i really felt like oh this is like this is no joke this is like Changing the game, changing the industry, changing mm-hmm. my job, my career, my kid's yeah. career, everything. So, yeah, like, at the time, no, nah. at the time I was like, ah, oh, you know, like, this would be a future problem. This would be, like, down the line. Did yeah, not think and it would be this and imagine
0: how much more quicker it will be in the span of, what, one year, two years, three years? So oh, you got your master's, man. right? And a lot of companies require that yeah. or PhD, to be quite frank, right? Uh, if not double PhD, holy. But, right, to get, to get into the ML field, what about for those who… Yeah. Let's say, thirties. They're in thirties, right? Um, or twenties. You name it. Mm-hmm. Or just stuck mm-hmm. in college, or just didn't care about college because yep. we were and still are addicted to video games. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> yeah. What are <laughs> your what, what do you think about self taught machine learning engineers? Is it possible? Right. Uh, there were a lot of gatekeepers for the front developer world before software engineering world before ML right not anymore not as mm. much as not even nearly as much but it seems like they're still gatekeeping for the ml world am i wrong is that true
1: you're definitely not wrong and the, i think a good distinction that i could like you know explain on like a platform like yours for everyone to maybe hear is like the, the term ml engineer is still kind of in a muddy water because there used to be A world where the ML engineer would do literally everything, which would be like create the model and deploy it into a system in like high traffic and get the results from the model to do, you know, the following downstream process. Nowadays, a lot of the responsibilities are split between two roles. You'd have like a dedicated data scientist or sometimes they'd like to be called applied scientist. And those folks are you know, responsible, creating a neural network and doing the data processing and feature engineering and you know, cooking up some black box, scary AI. Um, and the engineering side is more like, you know, traditional, conventional engineering. It's it's like building a system and you can treat the ML as just querying an endpoint. And how do you handle that, uh, you know, the, the result or how do you handle the traffic for the pipelines and scale all What's that? A-
0: can you explain for some people who are really new this, is like endpoint? You're talking about NP, endpoints and APIs, yep. right? Yep. When you when you request something from a particular endpoint, you receive results. Like for example, endpoint uh, uh, Instagram user ID, and you get the ID numbers mm-hmm. or names of those users, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, exactly, and, and very similar to machine learning models uh, as well. We there's a service uh, that Amazon provides where you can basically like host. Uh, and create this endpoint so services can do almost the same thing like your example with uh, the user ID and Instagram you just pass Mm -hmm. it this you know these fields and say hey machine learning model can you give me the the result of this based on how you were trained and it will respond to you with data of said result Mm -hmm. yeah so so nowadays the rule is split a lot of times and my honest opinion uh, for people who are, you know, self-taught and, and more of that, you know, not academic, but more hustler, just, I can like put in the time and the computer type stuff. Like I would focus your efforts on being the engineering side and not so much the science data machine learning, like creation side, because that. what do you mean by that is extreme. So what I mean by that is you will always need like LLM engineer. No, no, no. Like you will always need an engineer to, actually make the machine learning model useful because Mm -hmm. if you all you know is how to train and create the model the next question that a business partner will ask is like okay what do you do with it how do you Mm -hmm. get it into my service i love the fact that it can tell me you know that people are happy or sad using my product how do we actually get it into production how do i get people to use it
0: how do you build chat gpt we have the. We, c- we can create the data, but now how do we display that data in a way that people can use it for $19.99 a month?
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And how do we scale it? How do we do all this stuff, right? Imagine the traffic ChatGPT gets. Like, imagine that traffic. That's not that traffic that it gets, the endpoint. Like, that, you have to handle that, right? And that's where that engineering, you know, portion of responsibilities I truly think mm-hmm. you can, like self-teach yourself that and hustle
0: load that. balancing from database engineers yeah. everything all of that huge yep with how much traffic chat gets
1: yep the pipeline the data cleaning there's so much mm-hmm. to it and there's so like we talk about the cool things and like all that but behind the scenes there's plenty of job opportunities and just overall opportunities for the person that's hungry to go get it like it's it's a it's a hungry person's game out there you know
0: yeah so so software engineering hopefully won't be replaced too soon. <laughs> yeah,
1: hopefully. Knock on wood, you know, let's, let's cross our fingers. So then how
0: if, let's say, how old are you right now? I'm 26. Damn, 10 years younger than me. Okay. <laughs> so you're 26. <laughs> yeah. You have no degree. You realize, okay, I need to stop working this desk job I hate. Yeah. I, I don't want to go back to college. I want to become a machine learning engineer for Amazon, for Twitch in particular. Yeah. What would you do to start over right now?
1: Okay. So look, I I, I actually really like that question because it always makes me think of like all the stuff that I did, right? All the things I did wrong. Um, one thing I do like about that question is like, you know, I like how you ask like Twitch and Amazon because a lot of people I think set themselves up for potential failure when they don't know what company exactly they want to go for, because there is a clear distinction between those like big fang tech companies. So, you know, for those big fang tech companies, if I was pressed on time, the only thing I would do is lead code. And that's an answer that a lot of people don't like. But all I would do as a junior going into no experience is just lead code till my eyes and fingers don't work.
0: Can you go deep into that? Do you mean lead code data structures, right? De- uh, right. Design, you name it. Algorithms uh reversal link tree yeah. you mean that Yep. and not in particular how to build an actual m- model yep i would a hundred percent
1: go fully into lead code to gain that junior position in those big fang tech companies the expectation for juniors is very close to zero very close to like there's no expectations ouch <laughs> yeah. there is no and like i work there i've interviewed a bunch of juniors i've gone through the like the nuance i've done i've done it all you know i've seen it Been on both sides of it been a junior at, at a big tech company uh, i know how it works and uh, you know the reason why there's no expectations is to set yourself up for success while also protecting the business side expectations but uh, yeah, I would just grind lead code. I would just grind, grind, grind lead code while, you know, on the side, reading and understanding things about machine learning.
0: I so would... lead code first, machine yes. learning second. Yes, like, 100%. Like, would you say everyone, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you should work full-time job. Hopefully, if you could, fortunately, after your 9 to 5, if not during your 9 to 5, but after from uh, 6 to 9, lead code, then yep. Saturday, Sunday, machine learning.
1: I would even put, like, maybe, like, I would do 6 to 10 lead code. And Saturday, like, when you wake up, let's say you wake up, brush your teeth, I would say 10 to 3 p.m. Uh, lead code. And then Sunday, you're late reading, 2 to 4, 2 to 5, machine learning. It's like, you, if you can get into a FANG company as a junior for an ML team, they will teach you everything you need to know. Wow. Yeah, they'll build you from the ground up. And that is, like truly how it works. Like if you, the best case scenario, best case is if you're already somehow in school for some like ML program or ML certificate, something like that. And you have the academic courses on your resume or you have the academic knowledge to talk about in a conversation. But when it comes to literally the technical challenges or technical, you know, uh, requirements only code.
0: What programming language though in Lead code? Python, Python, Python.
1: Yeah, not one hundred percent, one hundred percent.
0: Not JavaScript. No, nah.
1: no, 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 no. no. If you want to be in the ML, uh, in the ML space, first of all, I think Lead Code is like the best language for Lead Code. I, that's just my opinion. I think it's just like super easy and yeah. it's like you know very you know easy to understand. But once you get in through the, your Lead Code skills and you through through your Lead Code grind, all of the ML stuff is basically written in Python. Uh, a lot of go for like the microservices the lambdas deployments Mm -hmm. uh, and all that stuff however i just want to double down on one thing if you're not going for the big fan company right let's say you don't want to go work for the twitch or the amazon or google and you want to work for like you know maybe a startup or a different company whatever then my answer completely changes then it's grind machine learning and become a subject matter expert like become that badass Mm -hmm. in the field like depth just know everything. Know everything. Model every way to you know clean the data. Everything. Become that master. So when you join a company, you can uh, just floor them with how much you know. Can you ex-
0: dive a little bit deeper in that. Like, okay, um, building the model, be good at building a model. And when you say clean that data, for the people who don't understand what that means, Mm -hmm. right? Like using like DBT to clean that data. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. So um, for every time you can build the model, it takes like data in, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to train or build a model. It needs data. That's machine learning at the end of the day or AI. It's all just the quality of data you have available, the quality Mm -hmm. and the volume. Those are two very important concepts. And so when it comes to, the cleaning part it's how you take data that you know from you i don't know from anything let's say you do uh you get data from reddit let's say you have somehow you are able to just get so much data from reddit then the question is okay you have this much data how do you make it consumable to your machine learning model to train it and there's so many different parameters there you know that you have to change the data's dimensions to be consumed by the model you have to change you know what features you want your model to be trained on. Like for example, uh, let's say you're building a model that's attempting to prevent fraudulent transactions. Right. And let's say you have all this data and the most important fields would be something like, you know, IP addresses or country stuff like that. Right. But let's say you have a bunch of data that tells you what popsicle Chris likes, what mm-hmm. flavor ice cream. he likes. You don't need that data. You don't need it. Exactly. So that's what it comes down to that. It's called feature engineering and you basically clean your data mm-hmm. and really, you know, meticulously choose uh, process. The data that's important for your objective, which is, you know, prevent fraud in this example. Right. Yeah. And then after all that's clean, after you do that, that gets fed into your training pipeline. And at the end you get a machine learning model.
0: All right. So what else, right? Other than transforming that data, Right when it's moved to that warehouse, that 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 mm-hmm. um, uh, data lake, database, you name it. What else? Yep. If you're not going oh. for the fang route, the, what did the? Is it? How about this? The four four or five main things, right? Mm-hmm. If you had to really point out, if you're trying to go for a startup, comp- versus, um, you know, fang for startup. Yep. Part, what do you need to go, What do you need to learn?
1: Yeah, for a startup world, I would definitely say the most important things are one, you have to. Be practical, that's the most thing, to be practical. So you can, as much as like, the thing I always warn people who like get into ML is don't go too hard into academia. Like academia is very important and like you have to have, you have to know it, but I think be practical, you know, how can you actually use it? Can you actually program something? Do you know how to, you know, use tools that query databases? So to be very, you know, let's, let's actually give you that list. One, can you query databases? Can you pull data from databases? And what, is, what do we need for that? SQL. So do you know SQL and are you good with SQL, right? That's number one. Number two, can you build a pipeline that does a few processes with SQL? So let's say you grab a bunch of data and you have to do operation one, operation two, operation three. Can you do that? That would be the second piece of advice I would give someone. Three, can you benchmark your model? How do we know your model is good? And how do we know if I just, you know, put a bunch of if-else statements, it's better than that. As dumb as that sounds, you'd be surprised at how many people skip that third step or un- don't understand how important that step is for a business they want to know cool you're a machine learning engineer that sounds awesome you've said a bunch of keywords and you've you've already impressed me with your knowledge how do we know your model is better than me putting a bunch of stuff myself a heuristic rule right so make sure you can sell your model and and do it with with the proper metrics four deploy your model this is one that i know a lot of people never do it's actually deploy it into production for example chris let's say you and i are building a website right i build mine all on localhost that's the exact exact same thing we're both using javascript let's say we are both use react mm-hmm. i i make my chris my website's so good you're gonna be so jealous and you're like oh yeah L- let me see it i'm like uh okay how can you how do you want me to send you the files docker you'd be like docker yeah but you'd be like what why can't you just deploy it and if i say i don't know how to deploy it you'd be like oof man that's uh That's a bit of an eyebrow raiser, right? So the deployment part is is also just extremely important. Make it accessible. Make it accessible and showcase that you know the end-to-end process. Why is that so important though? Because it showcases that not only do you know how to train a model locally, it shows you how you can actually use it in production. Use it in a system that's not your local computer. Because it's easy. If I have a model on my local computer, I can run a script that just says, you know, make an inference. It works in my machine. (laughs) uh, It works on my machine. It works on my machine. Why would it not work? But then the question is, and it's so different than like a website. You have to understand how to deploy a model into a service that can be used Mm. by other systems, other services in your ecosystem.
0: It's... Interesting point compared to interviewing for FANG or startups, because mm. I've interviewed at quite a few startups. The interview process is different. When I interviewed at Amazon, when I interviewed at Google, yeah. I don't know if it's changed, but it looks like it hasn't from what you're what you're talking about. It's all LeetCode. Yeah. Right. Um, well, maybe for different positions, for the web development front-end engineer at Amazon, it was, how does the internet work? Right. Oh, <laughs> right. That's a little different. Right. Uh, those. It depends on the interviewer, but it was mainly LeetCode. But at the startups, I've interviewed that. I've done zero leak code interviews the last three to four years. I've been in DevRel, it's all been presentations. It's all right. Here's something you may not be the I'm not a software engineer anymore, so I can't code like I used to. Right. And so it's more of all right. I want to see if you can build this project and pretend you're presenting it. And that's all that matters. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And even when I had people who came from Twilio to here, they said the interview process here at my company was different. There was no leak code questions. It mm-hmm. was yep. right. Really, can you build this? How would you approach that, right, uh, for senior roles? It's very interesting. So then, does that mean Fang? Does that mean Fang is easier to get a job at than startups? <laughs> if f- from the way you stated it, lead code nonstop. And by the way, I've seen people do that, and when they got the job at Fang, they couldn't last longer than a year. They kept. They lost a job. They did other interviews. They passed it got hired, all right, they got hired and that's it, right? Yeah. They, they got let go again because they were good at leak code.
1: Yeah. I, I love, you're such a, like, you're, you're, you're a brilliant mind. Um, oh, don't say that it, ever again. So My true. head's
0: too big already, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the it, It's so true. And so the fir- there's so many parts I want to answer that. The first one is, is Fang easier to get into startups? The answer is, I'm going to say no. The answer is no, but the path is more straightforward. I think that's the main difference. You know what you have to do, and that's just lead code. You know what you have to do, lead code, know how to talk to someone and know how to sell yourself, right? It's it's fairly simple, uh, or it's fairly straightforward. The reason why it's so tough is there's so many people applying to these fan companies. Everybody wants to work at Google. Mm. Everybody wants to work at Netflix. Everybody wants to work at, you know, uh, Apple, Amazon. Everybody wants that. So they're getting tons of applications. But there's only so many jobs. Yeah. So, how do you weed out the best from the best? Give them very challenging lead code mm. questions. Okay. And how do you get good at very challenging lead code questions? Lead code. Constantly doing lead yeah. code. The trade off that you already mentioned if all you're doing is lead code, well, what happens when you get hired where your job doesn't do lead code? Where you have to actually okay, most most stuff. Most
0: jobs? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like every job that you have to yeah. do. Yeah. That's, you know, the question happens what do you do? So I can even tell you, when I got hired at Twitch, I had to do a bunch of lead code to get in. I, my interview was all lead code. There was one system design question uh, because it was for, like, a mid-level role. I had to do all that, it, but it was mostly lead code. The second I got hired, I haven't done lead code since. No lead code since. Mm-hmm. Not at the job, not for any other interview, just haven't done it since. And I'm not a big fan of lead code. I, I don't like it. I'm not good at it. You know, it just doesn't come natural to me. So... um yeah, I try, not, I try to avoid as much leak code as I possibly can.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then how do you survive the job? Well, well, you got your masters. So I think this, the next question I think is very important is, how do you become good at Lee code? Because I hate Lee code. Yeah, I've me only too. done it once <laughs> in my life. Well, it's twice. <laughs> Google and Amazon. Mm-hmm. To get the job <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. I, the thing is, I also never studied lead code to be honest. I tried it, I'm like, this is boring, I'd rather just build stuff, right? Yep, so how do you get good at it then? Right, you do it all day. Um, what are, are there any tips that you have while learning how to do these lead code, solve these lead code questions?
1: Yeah, I think I want to answer the question from the perspective of someone who I think you and I both relate to, and that's the person who didn't go to school for this and didn't learn it, right. You and I both cut from that cloth. And I always want to say like for that person, if you want to, if you have the ambition to, you know, if you are a structural engineer and didn't like it and you want to get into the fan company, a lot of people have that same goal. You have to do lead code. The best advice I give you is before you jump into lead code, understand the stuff that you need, which is like the data structures. That's like the part that I, I try to, you know those videos where like it's like a, a kid and they have like this toy and they're trying to put in like a rectangular piece into a triangle hole mm-hmm. and they're just like trying to shove it in shove it in and like yeah maybe it can go in but it's not really you need the triangle piece to put the triangle through like that's what i would say is was my biggest regret. like i just kind of jumped into lead code and like was just trying to like figure these out and it wasn't the right approach mm-hmm. i should have taken a step back before i even started a code question to understand the different algorithms and how to associate that algorithm to a particular problem. Because secret, secret, leak code questions, there's only like a handful of different kind of core leak code questions. They all just get reworded in different mm-hmm. ways. That's kind of the trick of leak code. They're all just the same question of the day. Like a DP problem is a DP yeah. problem. Uh, uh, a breadth first search problem is a breadth first search problem. Like you, Once you identify the algorithm that you need to solve it, you can do it day in and day out but you need to have that knowledge first. So yeah, that my biggest advice is take a step back and and just learn those algos and learn to identify the problem that that algo solves. And uh, the question of, of how to get better, it's you just gotta do it. You just gotta put in the hours. There's yeah. time in the
0: saddle. A lot of people, they give up learning code because it's hard, mm-hmm. right? I yep. was fortunate and famously known for the person who got the job in three months. When I got hired, I barely knew jQuery. Honestly, <laughs> didn't know jQuery. I got, I knew. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, be I, I honest, barely, dude. After three months, I barely knew HTML and CSS. Right, and <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And to be, well, to be quite cool. frank, if I didn't get a job in three months, I probably would have given up. Really? Because no, I don't believe you. I don't believe dude, you. Man. Everything failed for me. I went to college four times. Dropped out mm-hmm. four times. Mm-hmm. Tried to be a nurse twice. Dropped yep. out. Tried to become an uh, electrician. Went to journeyman school. Applied. I studied like crazy for a month or two. Bombed it. Everything wow. failed for me. Right? And then, I, you know, working as an executive assistant at a company, learning code on a job. I, I thought, all right, I'm going to try this. I, I tried it for the first time. Learned code. Gave up after a month. And I, all right, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it again. Three months later, I tried it again. Then I got a job. When I seriously did it for three awesome. months, then got a job. But if I didn't, I probably would have given up to go to something else. So that was like, mm-hmm. kind of like my saving grace. So that company gave me a chance, right? to To get to where I am today, because of that. And so for people like me, right? To, and I'm just I want to be honest with people because people are like Chris was just so good. He got a job in three months. No, I was lucky as hell. Now, if I didn't prepare myself though, if I didn't have a portfolio ready for that interview, that wouldn't have happened which is right. from Treehouse, which by the way, don't use it anymore. Use <laughs> um, uh, Zero to Mastery, link in the description below. <laughs> awesome, But <laughs> quick plug, quick <laughs> plug, quick, quick plug. Then why, why do you, I mean, I, I shared why it's hard, right? A lot of people I think don't know exactly where to start. Are they, if they're trying to be a front end developer, they learn Python or Java because yeah. Stanford or whatever gives free, MIT gives free classes online. That's what you should learn right? Yeah. Um, or or maybe people just trying to learn too many languages at once, which I've met someone. And to this day, he can't find a full-time job. It's only contracting jobs here and there. So he mm-hmm. still has that. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell him no more. He's, he's old enough. So what do mm-hmm. you think are the main reasons why so many people quit? Maybe even sometimes after two years, which makes sense after three years, which could make sense. Why do you think? Yep,
1: man. I think honestly, Programming is one of those things or learn to code is one of those things that if you don't want to do it It will be the worst thing you ever do and I have a good story about this I so you know through streaming someone hit me up like hey uh, I have a daughter. She's like 18 she's like 20 and I want her to learn to code, but I can't teach her Would you be willing, you know an hour or two a week? I'll pay you to tutor her and to teach her to code I was like, absolutely, like, I recognize you, you're an awesome dude, like, uh, I definitely have the time, and uh, I'll take this opportunity, for sure. And uh, the first sessions were great, and she's, she's a very smart person, mm-hmm. you know, she was she was very smart. Um, but after a while, I noticed that, you know, uh, let's say we work on Sunday, I'm like, okay, like, you're, you know, uh, this is where we're going to leave off, let's see what we can do uh, for the next session. And the next session would we'll come around, and like, there'd be no work done. I'm like, like, huh, what's up? What's wrong? She's like, oh, nothing. I was just busy. I'm like, okay. But then it happened again and again. And then eventually, it it was very clear to me that uh, she was only doing it because her dad wanted to become a programmer. She had no ambition of doing it, right? And I think all of us fall guilty of that. My future self feels hurt
0: right now, dang, because that's going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Forget college.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I think the point, sorry, the point is that like a lot of people are influenced by these external reasons, right? And they don't really know what they're getting themselves into because programming is not easy. You know this, I know this, everyone knows. It's not easy. You get a bug, something doesn't work or you think it should work one way and it does not and you don't know what to do. And you're just thinking to yourself, Oh my God, I don't, I don't even know how to solve this issue. And if you genuinely don't like the problem solving aspect or the, you know, The the programming and like finding the end result after you solve it, you. I don't think this is, uh, that I think that's why people quit because they see like they hear their friend who got this job and they're paying so much money because they're a software engineer at some company and they're like, Whoa, 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 hold up, I I want that. So they try to go into it and they're like, This is really, really hard. They and they put all their effort into it, you know, They, they grind it out, but. If you try to force it, it, it won't happen. So you need to really enjoy the problem-solving aspect of programming. Everybody wants to make the Instagram phone app. Everybody wants to make Instagram mobile app, trust me. Everyone wants to make Twitter Who sell it for $67 to be a million. Who not billionaire Exactly, right? Doesn't that sound nice? Picking what color Lambo you wanna to drive to the store or take your kids to school? Sounds beautiful. But, you know, to get to that part, it's a long journey of just
0: debugging stuff that makes no sense. I want to play devil's advocate. Well, not really devil's advocate because you're right. True. I agree. And I also want to disagree. So I think a lot of times when people are learning how to code, they give up because they can't fully understand what they're learning and they don't see the bigger picture Mm -hmm. yet, meaning they haven't learned enough. So they just need to learn maybe a little bit more to understand that one thing that's just confusing them. For example, for me, it was a raise, right? And I didn't realize it was because I had dyslexia. I still have it, dyslexia. And so just seeing all these lines, mm-hmm. these commas, these numbers in that array, right? And then trying to map around that array—it was terrifying for me because it, it, that was—I didn't realize right. that part of me. Or also, I think that I think that people need to understand that it's actually also. I think people can should understand that it's also easier than they realize. It's also—it's hard. It's hard, but it's also easier than people realize, where people think it's impossible mm-hmm. for them to learn. Right, because that was me. Mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. it. Would, I mean, it is hard, but gosh, I'm not scared to learn a new language. I'm not scared to dive into a new thing like going to um, M- LLM engineering or something. I don't know. Is that a real thing? AI engineer? <laughs> it is now. Right, dive yeah. into that. Right, and so I think that, yeah, and it's true. Right, that if you don't love it, it's much harder. Right, I like to code, mm-hmm. but it's not my life. I mean, maybe because I've been in it for mm-hmm. seven years now, it's like, all right, what do I need to do now? Right, I think that that people need should. Oh, Understand that, yes, it is hard, but it's also easier than you understand if you're willing to put in the effort. It's not easy at first. Like, when I built my first website, the first month was so freaking boring. HTML, this this is not a program language. CSS, what the heck is this? Display block, what the hell is that? JavaScript. But then when I built my first website Mm -hmm. and it all came together, I'm like, that is why I learned all that. That makes sense. (laughs) That's the perspective I'm coming from where, yes, it's hard. But if you really push through and trust you to learn as much as possible, right, and build something, one thing at least, then decide if it's for mm-hmm. you or not for you. Yeah, I mean,
1: so, look, I, that's a, I, I like that. Perspective, but I do want to say it's very—it's a very hopeful one, you know. And I tell this all the time, like you know, like anyone could do programming. Don't get it twisted. Anyone, can, if I could do programming, trust me, you can do programming. Okay, if you're listening to this, if you, you can do it, trust me. Just put, you have to put in the hours in. However, like it—it's it, not one of those things that. You should go into it with unrealistic expectations. Yes, I agree that you should build something and like once you see the result of that website, that's when you get that like that programmer's high or whatever of all those mm-hmm. hours you put into a Stack Overflow Google for that one right? night of high. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, like, I always like to like couple myself and learn that there's levels mm-hmm. to this game. Programming is like there's levels to this. Like I've seen, where I thought I was like at the peak of my programming abilities, and I would just meet this like heavyweight, just bruiser of a genius. Who next to him, I I couldn't even I couldn't even write
0: a print statement, right? And then there's a person on that you don't level. You need to talk about at that, level, that, that level. much. It's okay. You don't. <laughs> yo, it's okay. <laughs> Calm down. We're meeting virtually. This is not even in person, yo. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you. I'll uh, send you my resume after
1: for got the it, got for it. the job. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, and you can, like, even when you go on, like, stream or, like, Twitter or whatever, you get to meet different people at different skill sets, but there's always that, like, bigger shark who's just a savage when it comes to programming. And that's how I look at it, because I, I love sports. I come from a bunch of sports. I know you like basketball, uh, you know, tough, tough, tough. Yo, yo, yeah, you want uh, me to end GS. this podcast right now? <laughs> yeah, to look for GS. Dude, I'm a Toronto Raptors
0: fan, so come on. Oh, I, I, yeah. Okay, I, okay, okay. That was it, yeah. And we won after that, so don't worry, we're, we're good. I know, I know, I know. I'm. I, I was
1: never more happy, more sad in the Toronto vs. GS game where Clay bummed his knee. You are I was happy, like, of course. D-
0: that makes. I mean,
1: bro, I we had to get the chip, man. You don't understand. It was our first chip. We had to, and then Durant
0: too. That was when he tore his Achilles. You know, like you were, you weren't. Your team was not meant to win against with KD and then the basketball gods just loved Canada for mm. some reason and <laughs> and hated the US
1: dude that series and don't and even Kawhi in that game 7 winner against the Sixers when Bro. he made that buzzer beater when they came when they did, did the reverse dude. sweep that was insane yeah 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 sorry so i love i love sports and so as you know there's levels to sports you have you know the great players like the Clay Thompsons mm-hmm. or, you know, even, be, you know, on a rank below that, the Kevin Looney's or whoever. Right. But then you have the steps. Then you have an echelon of people who are in a whole group of themselves. And that's how I like mm-hmm. to think about programming. Right. You never know who's on that upper echelon.
0: Yeah. I mean, it. you can never stop getting better. Right. No,
1: you can't, you can't, but just some people come out of there and yeah. they're just like the goats the MJ's, the Lebrons,
0: yeah. the the Stephs. something that I, uh, gosh, I don't know if I want to share this. I, I guess so. Well, it's my podcast, right? But do it. Like and and people get on I mean, you talk about money every podcast, right? I do, or every video, to be honest, because it's just being homeless for being homeless and being poor for so long. It's just, for me, it's just—I still can't believe it. But I feel like mm-hmm. now I am at the peak of where I can go with my current skill level, skill level, uh, technically. And I'm not a good developer. Yep. I never said I was. And it's because I focus more on YouTube than tech, right?
1: Your YouTube is so fire, by the way. I, I want to get a I chance. Your it. YouTube is so fire. Like small content creators like me, we look at people like you who did it, set up the you know the, the payway for us to run, to, to check it out. So yeah, I want to definitely say that.
0: Appreciate that, man. Um, it's, it's not easy. It, it was a lot of work. And what I mean by a lot of work, I sacrificed a lot of technical skills to be able to edit like that, to be able to speak like that for someone who has dyslexia, yep. a speech impediment, and was in special ed, mm. right? Took a lot of work, um, right? And I ha- what I sacrificed throughout the last seven years is I'm here technically speaking, right? Let's just say I'm here. I could have been here mm. making a lot more money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. But I'm very happy. I have a voice, and to be honest, I would not replace that for anything. You got the platform. You got everything. You right. have a man. platform. You built me ground it up. It's cr- and if I lose my job, I go all right. I'll go into this full time. Whatever. I got yeah. savings, right? So that's great. But I sacrificed a lot of technical skill, meaning my career. And now I I do make more than average, right? Very fortunate. Like it's insane. How in Devrel you can make more than a software engineer. Mm-hmm. I don't know about ML engineer. <laughs> totally yeah. different, totally different place. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so what I'm noticing, and again, I do interviews just to see my value out there. And yeah, companies are still willing me to pay, willing to pay me a lot more money than I make now. But I I I learned, and I'm realizing if I want to get to that next echelon level, I need to really focus on on technical skills. So I've actually decreased how much videos I upload, and I made a goal now every actually an hour during work. <laughs> if you're listening to. Uh sorry but I'm I learning code right really just focus on code if not two hours to be honest yeah, yeah. And then no matter what a minimum of one hour every day after work except Sunday every day um I I learn code because yep. now it's I'm seeing that okay I'm this good but I want to get I, I'm this average I want to get really good and I need to really put in that effort yeah right um, it's not easy right and I want to get to that level but I I see how much how many people are better than me yeah. Right. And I know it's because of YouTube, which sucks. But at the same time, yo, I'm happy to. I right, no regrets. No regrets. No zero. And you wouldn't right? change
1: it. And you shouldn't. I honestly think this is like this is the path because, <clears throat> like, so I'm obviously like a small YouTuber. I'm building. I'm honing my craft. I'm learning it. I'm putting in the hours to grind it out. Um, it's not easy, huh? It's not easy, dude. It's
0: discouraging as hell, like literally every single video
1: bro. you put out a video that you put like, so many hours in and it's a ten out of ten flop. bro you're just like all i right. all right, like I guess what do I what do you what can you do? you can't do anything it's literally out of your control, and it's not like you didn't put a lot of effort into it, you know there's because I think I do the same thing you do. I record, I edit myself, think of I script it, all that package it for thumbnail title mm-hmm. that's all this one man operation right now yeah. and that takes time, you know, more than anyone that takes time. And you yeah. sacrifice that time from other stuff, right? Like you're just talking about this. Um, and when you finally click upload and you click, you know, the unlist button and you just see it tank, bro, you're just sitting there. You're just like this, just the whole yeah. time. You're like,
0: Do you know how many times I've wanted to quit YouTube? Uh, how many times coding, coding phase at night? I've spoken dude. I think I'm done right. Talking to, um, Joshua fluke. I think I'm done Mm -hmm. i'm homie engineer truth. i think i'm like telling all these people yeah uh i i think i want to uh i want to quit youtube it's just it's so discouraging bro right and i kept going and last year was the first time i made more than i made in tech (laughs) and it was like what let's go right and because I, i didn't stop so it is a grind and now my videos aren't performing as well as they were last year because i took a four month break yeah yeah which I don't regret, but now I mean back into it but I'm not worried about that. I know my videos can do it again yeah. if I really put an effort. You got to put it, it's the grind, grind in. But it's the exact same thing for tech. Yeah. Right? If so many people are learning code. Oh, no one's interviewing me. 1 month, 2 months, 3 months. Yeah, but it's part it's of the process. It's so
1: hard, dude. It's so hard. Bro, it's crazy. Like I I can I I I know exactly how that is. I you know do you have you know the the dude Kevin Non Junior? Mhm yeah incredible creator incredible human and i was at a point where i was like i'm quitting youtube like i can i'm done i'm done i just started i put out like maybe 23 videos at that point the highest video was like 300 views and i was putting like everything into it now looking back yeah those videos are 300 view videos they were mm-hmm. not good as always the case if you're listening your first 20 videos are bad trust me when you build when you do your 40th and you look back you're like okay i right, yeah. i see it but i talked to him and i'm like yeah i'm quitting i'm done like i'm just so discouraged he's like. Dude, YouTube is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. You gotta keep doing. You gotta keep grinding. You gotta keep improving. Just do it. And he's like, make a hundred videos. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. I just took it more seriously, tried to improve one thing and I've started to see some progress and you know, people the best things people hit me up they're like, Yo, I watched your video, it was really good. Or they say like, Yo, I see your quality improved. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yes, like, let's go. You know, that's improvement. That's those small wins stack up to, to be monumental.
0: Your video on, um, uh, you will never quit programming after this. Yeah. Right? I was like, this is clickbait. Oh, and I listened to it. And I'm like, dang, this is pretty good. That video Thank did you. well. Uh, Thank you. One thing I'm noticing is adding timestamps is very important because for me mm. now, if yep. there are no timestamps in the YouTube video, I actually skip it.
1: Like the chapters you mean, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I actually skip it now. It's right because it's, it's so convenient. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. You're right. You don't skip it. Right. You don't know which part is the next part. If you're, you're done listening to that section of the video. Yeah. And so like I need to hire someone to do that for me at this podcast because I can't listen to every podcast after spending six hours editing. Yeah. Right. I need to color grade this. That's why I look like, like this right now. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, so it takes so much time. But it's, again, it's the same thing like tech. Yeah. Um, so you work for Amazon, Twitch in particular. Yep. You know, True, who worked at Discord. Yep. She quit. Yep. Right. People who worked at Senior Devrel, and I say this in every episode, but like people are quitting tech. Um, Senior Devrel, who's that? At Netlify, um, he quit. Right. Mm-hmm. B Dougie quit GitHub as director of Devrel, and he told me how much he was making and how much they were willing to pay him to stay. Yep, to stay. That's like, um. How shall I say this? You can have a Ferrari if you want and still oh, have a okay. few money, right?
1: All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> GitHub.com open. They're not hired right now. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, it's so interesting. But, and, you know, and people are making all this money. And I've felt this sometimes. Yeah. And they want to quit, right? Yep. Maybe they're tired. And people get burned out. Have you ever felt that? Because yeah, 100%. engineering is hard. How come? Why?
1: It's just, there's so many fa- like I feel that a lot of the time with programming. With programming, i never i've never felt to the point that i want to stop programming i've never had that mm-hmm. i have such a love for programming and luckily for me i could go into the ml space if i'm tired of the javascript space or vice versa like i can flip back and forth two easily. totally
0: different spaces
1: dude i know i know i've launched a lot of apps using just pure javascript i'll send you links after them uh, to them afterwards you can tell me what you think about them um, but I, I, I've never been to the point where, like, I don't want to program. Like, I, I, I can't see my life without programming. Like, it's just such a core part of what I want to do. And, like, even if I'm not building something, I'm I'm tinkering with something at the very minimum. But when it comes to work, I have felt that crunch. You know, I felt that, like, my manager's on me, the director's on him, and stuff's just not working. Like, you keep trying stuff, and it just flop. Yeah, the pressure. and So I'm not you're... the only
0: one that feels that. You feel that? So that's normal.
1: Oh, dude. I think a lot of people <laughs> feel that. And it's crazy. And what is
0: that pressure you feel though? Right? Like, can you explain that in more detail? The
1: pressure I feel personally, and I think everyone feels pressure differently. Right. Mm -hmm. I think my pressure is I want to be the best and I want to deliver the absolute best. And it's very obvious when you don't hit that. It's extremely obvious when you didn't deliver to the highest quality or you didn't deliver the best results out of the bunch. And that eats me. And that is the pressure that I need to like balance out. And like my manager always tells me like, Hey, you're not like failing expectations, but here's growth opportunities. But for me, it's just like, I don't, see, I see black and white. I see either I win tremendous, either I win the parade or I get swept in the first round. <laughs> Even if I made it to the second and third, we had a, we had a game of seven, mm-hmm. I don't see it like that. I see it either I got swept in the first or I won the parade. And that's why, and that's how I feel pressure for, to deliver.
0: Pressure is that pressure you're talking about. Is it like for just to add on top of that? Is man, I might lose my job because I, I failed at this. Is it that? Is it that? Oh, maybe I can't support my my. You know, I don't know if you have kids or anything. Like people that need, depend on me, or c- can you try? I, I just want to dive deeper into that because everyone, a lot of people feel that. Like what it, what is that? Can you dive more into that? Is it is it just because you're not good enough? Is it because oh maybe I'm not cut out for this industry? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no.
1: I've never felt I've never cut up for this. I've always felt like yeah, I can I do it, you know? Bill
0: Gates. But
1: yeah, I just, I, I wanna be the best. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. Like, I've never, like, even if I get fired, I'm not even, like, I've never been scared of getting fired. Even when there was layoffs on Amazon, I was okay, if I get fired, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I can get a job. I, I've always been confident I can get a job if I need to, like, yeah. you know? um. And I never felt, like, you know, I know the role I have in my team, and I know it's valued. Um, so I've never felt like that, but like, I, like I said, like the pressure I put on myself was like, if I'm not the best, mm. I feel like I've totally feel like, I feel like I got fired. It's just a
0: competitive edge in you then.
1: Yes. Wow. That's what it is. Okay. It's a competitive edge in me. Like if I'm, I know people who are better than me and it like eats me and like, I have to find a way to get better than them. How do you get, get until better? I then? do. It's a failure. And this happens to everywhere. It happens in programming, it happens in content, create happens in jujitsu, like everything I do. if I'm not the best. Now I know how to manage it better because I'm older and I've always been like this. And I know realistically, like they've put in the time and they've grinded and have been here longer and like, you know, they know stuff that I need to learn. So I'm never bitter about it. I'm never like salty or like cursing the person's better than me and like wishing them bad or anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like I'm not jealous, but I'm envious, you know, and I want to be as good and even better than them. And until I do like jobs, not done, you know, yeah.
0: Gosh, that's a perfect interview answer. Like at a job interview. So what's your greatest weakness? Gosh, I hate this pressure I put on myself. No, <laughs> but that's actually legit. You're not just saying it for sure. No, that, that, that's great. That confidence. And that's because of all that, like, endless hours you put into to get, being better at programming.
1: Oh, man, if I can share one thing. When I was getting for anyone who's listening, and they're like, okay, you know, I'm ready to go on to this journey. Like, you can hear whatever where I'm at. And like, I definitely think I've won. You know, going to Twitch, it's amazing. Like, like you said, like, great salary. Everything's everything's Gucci. Uh, I just want to say, like, the the stuff that no one saw behind the scenes is I had to stop streaming, and I was putting in ten hour days every single day uh, for like, th- you know, two months straight. Like, and, and this is straight. This isn't. This like, is preparing oh, for the like,
0: Amazon interview. Like yeah, before overall, you even like, applied.
1: Yes. It was, it that was, was all it. it. was like, I wanted to change my career and like get into Amazon. This is what I have to prepare. So it was leak code. It was interviewing. It was applying all that. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. Like I didn't take like, oh, sorry. No, dog's it's, it's I didn't take like a few days here and there, but what I did was like I wake up at 9am and it was so bad. I didn't stream. I didn't work out. All I did was I have a monster energy drink and you know, those jewel nicotine pods, mm-hmm. I would just have that and I would grind in my parents' basement. I do not recommend this style, but it was the only way I could truly focus and put 10 hour days for 60 days straight. It was, the I, I never felt worse health-wise yeah. ever. Yeah. I was like pale, I was like, yeah. I, I didn't work out, I looked yeah. terrible, but I that was the grind I put myself through.
0: And that's what, that, that's so impressive look, because that was your goal. and. and Right. Yeah. For me, it was just job, job, go to job, to job, and that was it. I didn't really like. Hopefully, that happens. But now, it is different for me because now that's what I'm doing. I'm just now I'm, I'm just learning code. I'm trying to get better. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, sorry, but goodbye JavaScript for me to be honest. It's more of back end now. Right, and I suck at it. <laughs> I want to get good Hell at it. Hell yeah! Welcome right. to the good side. <laughs> the you know what, side, no. Oh no! <laughs> Welcome to the dark side, right? Yeah, dude. You you mentioned something interesting. You want to change your career. You were an AI yeah. engineer, right? It mm-hmm. looks like for a startup. Yeah, I right? got acquired. Dang, damn, you, you! Oh, that must have been good for you then, right?
1: Yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, but once I knew that we got acquired, I knew that was also like I had to leave.
0: So how you, you probably won't share? Was it pretty good money for you? You got good shares?
1: Yes, 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 yes. It was it was good. It it, it
0: manifested to be very very uh, good for me. Can you explain why it was good for you? I mean, of course, it's good money. But, like, what do you mean by that? Like, kind of, like, life-changing money or, like, help you pay for your house? No, no, no.
1: Not life-changing No, no, no. It was not life-changing money. It wasn't anything drastic like that. But it was enough for me to basically, like, hop to uh, the other side of the country uh, and go from, like, I went from Toronto to Vancouver. And, um, uh, yeah, it was good. Like, I, I was able to definitely take a step away from like my my friends from that but it wasn't anything life-changing like you know like the, the money is not like i'm pretty sure i don't like i haven't used that money it's all like just whatever stored somewhere in, like a, a bank or investment but um like it didn't really like i never really focused on that like to be as cheesy as it sounds like for me it was more like okay if it was that much money i probably wouldn't have wanted to go to twitch you know what i mean but like, even after the acquisition that's what i wanted to go to twitch so even they gave more. you time to just so, really
0: study and really aim yeah exactly
1: mm. yeah it's just really study yeah. grind it out um but I, i'm also one of those person people that like i can't just not yeah. do anything so that's what i want to do as wow. fast as possible i could have coasted. Yeah. coasted i could have coasted i could have gone on vacation but i didn't, I didn't how many years could that. you
0: coasted i'm really trying to dig uh, this out
1: no i couldn't even i couldn't have even coasted for a year i actually couldn't have coasted that long i probably could have coasted like for maybe like eight eight to yeah. ten
0: months yeah
1: yeah, it wasn't big shares. I it was a very mm. small company. The acquisition was very top yeah. heavy, so like the people on top got a of lot course. of the 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 From sale. Seed. I would have had enough for like eight
0: to ten months. Okay, well, for sure. Dan, yeah. I, gosh, I'm at a startup. Well, hopefully that happens because, yeah, we just oh, announced hell, a collaboration yeah. with like DataDog and all these other companies. So we'll see, we'll see. Congrats. So the, and the reason I, I brought that, up, that that company originally is because you said that you wanted to elevate your career. What do you mean by yeah. that? Because you're an AI engineer, you're working in data science. What yep. do you mean by that? Yep. I mean, you wanted a much bigger pay pay bump, salary wise. No, no, no. I did. The I prestige? obviously
1: did. I obviously wanted a bigger salary, right? I, I and I got like a much bigger salary when I went to to Twitch. The the thing is, I knew Amazon had the best engineers. I know fan companies. Uh, a lot of the people have very high skillful mm-hmm. engineers who are able to deploy and create the mm-hmm. software. Like. Amazon handles like billions of data. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it does so much. How does it How does it do half the stuff it does? I, I don't know. And I worked there, it has an, an Amazon, it has a web app. There's the tracking services, there's all this stuff that Amazon does and like other companies yeah. too, right? Um, and so for me, I just want to work closer to those engineers. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a part of that cohort that we're building some absolute monstrous technologies. Yeah. And that's what I did. Like I was like on a mission to be trained by some serious savages, mm. by that higher actual again, that next level of engineers. And and that's I got what you it. feel. My
0: current,
1: <laughs> yeah, my current um, manager used to be the tech lead, and now I'm the tech lead. And You're he, the, the tech lead at grinding. Amazon right now. Yeah, Twitch, what? Twitch. I'm a tech lead at Twitch. Damn. Yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, he he. He still grinds me out man. He's still like dude, like you're, this is not like this is not the quality we need, like you know. And because he's just that level, he's just that level. Which he's is a good manager though. now that, that and
0: will push you to a whole entirely different level if, as an engineer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Like it's been I've had to readjust my entire game. Like I had to readjust it completely. Like I don't think code first mm. anymore. I think engineering mm. first. I think, how can we set this up? What are the roadblocks? Mm. Do we have proper logging? What are the fallbacks? All that, like for me, any task I get, I can yeah. code. There's, like for me, coding is no longer like the issue. It's like, how is it designed? So that whoever codes this can not mm. break it. And that's the new way that I'm thinking about when I approach engineering yeah. and programming.
0: Are you cool if we have a few, do you still have time? Do you have a hard stop right now? Dude, this is no, so much fun. Holy This is so Hell much yeah. fun. You've been to Amazon two years, right?
1: Uh, approaching two years, almost, almost two, two years. years. September, almost so two next years. month. Yep. And yep. so,
0: and, and and I'm friends with Tech Rally, and he's there, and he elevated. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Right? I'm friends right? with Tech Rally too. And so, you do interviews. Yep. Obviously, yep. you do interviews there for almost two years now. In particular, mm-hmm. for ML, right? Ah. What are mistakes yep. that you see people have? Like, what's the like? Let's say you interview ten people in a year. Let's just say that. yes. Right. What are common things that knowledge that they lack in that they should have known, right? What are things that they, if they only knew this, and of course, you know, you can't, you, you can't really nitpick exactly, but if they only yeah. knew this, they could have been a much better developer if they focused on this, right? Or was it just lead code in those interviews? Because it's not just lead code. There are additional interviews where you want to learn how they think too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the lead code is only for the junior roles, right? Like once you go past mm-hmm. junior, the lead code will only get you so far. And I think one thing I noticed right away is like people, like for me, our team is pretty, our team is pretty like, you know, we, we try to strive for a decent, like a good delivery. Um, and for me, what I think, what I like to kind of sniff out, if you will, is like, you know, do, do you actually like programming? Do you, what, mm. what's like, what brings you here today? You know, and it's totally fine if it's for the money. Like I, I don't like, Dude, get yeah. your bag. You know, I'm like the main advocate. Get your bag. Dude, set your yeah. family up. Buy yourself the new th- like do it, you know? Uh programming is like the best way to go about it. It's like a hack and life. Literally. For um for real, you know, but I know I know people like when I can talk to a person and like they answer my question and then they're like, Okay, but how would you do it? Or like, you know, if I talk if I ask them a cloud infrastructure question, like, okay, how would you spin up these like AWS serverless functions? And they, you know, give me an answer, but they're like, okay, but how would you do it? Like how, like how, what, you know, what's the strategy? What would you think about it? What do you think Mm -hmm. of my answer? Like right away, I'm already gauged that they want to know how to actually solve this problem better. And like that to me is more important. than Anyone's like technically like. Than actually
0: solving the problem.
1: Yeah. To me, like if you're like, that's why I said in the beginning of this podcast, it's a hungry person's game. Mm -hmm. If you're hungry enough, like everyone will teach you what you need to know. And then you just excel so mm-hmm. that's what I mean like you can come up and you can be the most like skillful person this maestro with the keyboard but if like you're kind of like an asshole I don't want to work with you you know and I have the luxury to say nah, I don't want to work with you but if I have yeah. like, like a hungry person who I know is like wants the opportunity it will make sure once they get it they're not gonna blow it and yeah maybe a little bit a little rough around the edge when they start and like yeah. their code may not be the best but the investment is like exponential. You put a bit of your time in, and then they run off with it. And so that's what I look for. I look for the
0: person that's mm-hmm, hungry that's and true. who's like
1: trying to gain as much as they can in the opportunities yeah. that they they have.
0: I think that's something that has uh, honestly that hunger, right, has died for me quite a bit <laughs> the last couple of years because every job was just given to me. Mm-hmm.
1: You got too good, bro. Dude. You
0: got too good at what you do. Bro. I'm just well. So I'm in Devrel. So it's content, right, and speaking, public speaking. So
1: still got to be good at it.
0: True. Yeah. I guess I'm just I am hard on myself, but like the job at New Relic, right? It more than doubled my income. Hell yeah. And I knew nothing about <laughs> observability, about monitoring. What when I got the job? What heck? When I got hired at the job, I'm like, what is monitoring? Hold on. What is <laughs> Um. I left that job, joined another company. There was no technical interview. I left that company after two months, right? right Terrible right. culture. Sure. Um, rapid API. And he laid off everyone, mm-hmm. right? And then there two other job offers, so they would it to me. And it was just because I was good at speaking, creating content and videos. Every job is, right? And when I say given to me, of course, I have to perform well in the interview. For plans. sure.
1: I was going to say, like, it's not just, bro, you built that skill. Like, you, you just said you had, like, you know, dyslexia, you had the speech impediment. Like, like that's not, like, stuff that you just, like, wake up with and they're like, ah, oh, you know what, that's not going to bother me right now. Yeah. Like, bro, you grinded, you worked for it. And now you're in that year where you can just, you can just make those threes with your eyes closed. <laughs> I
0: wish. <laughs> well, so, well, these other interviews I've done just for fun, um, it's crazy. It's been the same thing. But I don't want to work for those companies because I want to really be challenged technically. Before mm-hmm. I joined them, I want them to test my technical knowledge so yeah, I can yeah. know what I need to learn. That makes sense. Absolutely. And no one's done that to me the last three years, four years.
1: Yeah. Dude, did you get comfortable? Did you get comfortable? I got comfortable. That's the worst. That's the well, worst word. It,
0: l- let me defend myself, though, because YouTube was making like $40,000 a month. Awesome. Right. right? <laughs> there you go. So, so it's like it was kind of, you know, should I do this tech thing? YouTube. Right. And so it still pays good. So that too. But I got comfortable. Yep. And so that's why I brought up earlier in this uh, in this episode how I'm really challenging myself now an hour a day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I was good at yep. SQL, and I forgot it. Yep. Actually, I forgot all my JavaScript. Well, I don't really care about JavaScript no more. <laughs> <right>? Yeah, you're <laughs> back then now. So I don't care about that. And so now I'm just learning these things, and um, maybe Elite Code will be part of it. I don't want to join Fang. Talking about this stuff. But yeah, so the hunger was gone. Now it's back because I've been bombing these interviews where I wanted to see my value, and I saw it's going down, and I'm like, that's yep. weird. That That's didn't what happen to be too before. comfortable. Yeah, and, and exactly right. So I'm trying to change that. One thing I want to bring up though, Fang, you get you get paid well. Yep. Um, before Fang, where do you live? Where do you live? Canada?
1: Right. I used to live in Canada. I used to live in Toronto. Then I moved to Vancouver. Now I'm in the states. I'm in Seattle. Okay. So fuck
0: Toronto. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Are, are you? You don't, have, don't You don't need to share your salary now, right? But yeah. I'm just curious. Like, what were you making before Fang? if you're willing to share Uh,
1: before i joined twitch i was making like a hundred and five thousand base
0: that's in canada is that normal in canada no no that's low well in toronto it's expensive wow so (laughs) compared to what you're making now is it drastically different i'm just it's an ml right
1: yeah i mean it's like worlds apart it's like yeah it's like worlds apart you can't even compare it like it's yeah am making usd (laughs) so and this fang salary it's like you get a bonus you get your base salary and you get stocks
0: bonus and stocks yeah right so yeah
1: my my stock vests are like as big as my previous salary in usd yeah so it's it's game changing man
0: what did you say hold on my
1: stock vests are like as big as my salary and if it was in usd the one i just told you
0: yo i need to get into ml (laughs) yeah so yeah and and, you know and the reason i brought that up is if your company was never acquired so you've been at twitch for two years you were at that other company that got acquired for one year if not less yeah just about um so then would you have stayed at that company for longer than a year and not joined fang for the let's just say it's been three years since you joined that last company
1: up to now, oh, no, I would have, I would have bounced. I would have, I would have been comf- too comfortable. Your man.
0: goal would have been to go to Fang anyway.
1: Yeah, my goal would have, my goal would have been to like increase my bag. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's would have been the goal. And you know, you get some companies cap you out. Like at, at Fang, you know, I went through, prom- I went through promotions, right? Yeah. If I'd stayed at Fang for three years at the same role I was at before, uh, I would have been comfortable. And that's when, it, like, I I never get comfortable with anything. Like, I'm just a guy that like I, I'm always doing stuff. That's why I jump into YouTube. Mm-hmm. Doing such, when you get a chance, well, I'll, I will talk later. My first YouTube videos, man, they were embarrassing how I put those out. like Embarrassing. But I just jump into this stuff. I just, like, go in. I'm learn. like, all right. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, let's do this. Like, yeah, I'm not scared. Let's do this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just kind of want to jump into, into like, different levels of whatever offers me in the world. Yeah. And, you know, the, th- the way I see it is, like, if you, for me right now, Even if I were to go to jump at a company that pays me like, I don't know, 500,000 base, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And there's companies like that, Netflix, but then what? You know, then at what point do I go to a company that like, I just can't have a higher Mm -hmm. base? And so for me, like, I I want to start thinking about how I can start building something to make a different level of money which is like, I'm talking the M's. I'm not talking the salaries. And right? Amazon,
0: like, if you're there long enough, go to promotions. Yeah, but
1: that's still like, maybe you can get, let's say a principal Amazon's maybe making, 600. let's say like two. Should oh, like, you're talking about say, base. Let's just, let's say everything all includes like a million a year. The principal who's been there for a minute.
0: Principal engineer?
1: Yeah. Principal staff, they're making like a million. We can look at levels on FYI. Probably making like an M a year, right? Before taxes. The thing is like, you know, I, I want to look beyond that. Yeah. I'm not really, I, I'm not really, you know, how can I say this? Like, I want to look beyond that. I want to look for the next step, that next significant leap mm. to go into like a conversation where it's not just one M it's like, what did I do? What did I build that has been a value that can that bring
0: much? you to, ah uh, yeah. If you just focused yeah. on that money no. but you're really even looking further than that, not just a yeah. step I'm ahead, fo- cause but I know leaps ahead. Yeah.
1: Exactly, and I want, and I know to get that, like you have to work on your programming. You have to work on like what the market wants, mm. the 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 marketing aspect of it, like all those elements. For me to like get to that goal, it's like, I know this journey isn't like a sixty day bender. Yeah. This isn't like I do sleek up for sixty days. Yeah. This is like I need to really like hone my craft and learn how to mm. handle scales at ridiculous traffics. Yeah. And that's why I want to work at Amazon tr- and, and Twitch specifically, if I'm being honest. So
0: why wh- why not uh, OpenAI?
1: I mean OpenAI is valid. Yeah. Like that's uh like that's a great <laughs> company. Like I would definitely go to OpenAI, right? But it would be the same thing. It would be just like, what? They'll give me a salary, yeah. maybe it's a bit higher than my current salary, but at the end
0: of the day, like did mm.
1: it get me closer to that
0: to that increase to, to that, goal like, that, I to have. that uh, next step? To that next step, yeah. 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 Yo. That's Yo, I, I need to like hang out with you more often, dude. Because like when Hell I yeah. when I talk to you, I feel like so on fire to like yeah. to go to that next step because I, I have been comfortable i mean dude when money is just given to you it's hard yeah it's hard yeah dude. bro um,
1: yeah uh and last year when you were killing it you you're getting the bag your youtube was accelerating getting the bag from that how can you not bro. bro how could tell me how can you not? how many
0: times i'm on this youtube discord i'm not sure if you're in there but this mm-hmm. is of all the youtubers and how many times i said in that year i'm gonna quit my tech job i'm gonna quit my yeah, tech yeah job, bro and i didn't right uh <laughs> so yo that is, this has been one of the best conversations I've had in a while. Now, everyone else I've like, spoken with has been amazing, but like your fire and that 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 competitive edge because yo, know, I, I, I live in Vegas, all my friends are in California. Right? Okay. And none of them are in tech, right? And so hmm. and so none of them are really striving for that. It's it's always been me motivating myself literally the last 7 right. years. No one's right, motivating right. me but me, right? So this this has been so encouraging. Yo, I'm going to listen to this episode like multiple times. <laughs>
1: Dude, <laughs> If you're in Vegas, I'll see you in October. Uh, TwitchCon is in October, and it's hosted in Vegas. When, uh, so a bunch of people TwitchCon's are in down. Vegas? Wait, hold yes, on. Yes, sir. October 20th to 22nd. Write Please that don't one tell down. Me don't I'm make not... any plans, Dude. bro. If you make plans, I, I am not going to forgive Wait, you. Wait, when
0: is this in October?
1: October 20th 20 to twenty two. don't tell me. Cancel not... whatever you have. Bro.
0: What? Twenty
1: to twenty
0: two. Yeah. I'm free. Bro.
1: Book it and don't go anywhere because a bunch of streamers, a bunch Justin of creators are going to everyone. TwitchCon. Mew, True, all of them, we're all going oh, to I be need there. need to do this.
0: Yo, yeah. you know what I'm excited about that is how many like in-person podcast interviews they could potentially do from that. To tax write off, a- rent a nice suite in the hotel and...
1: Dude, or dude, I saw someone last year TwitchCon, they killed the game. They had like a portable set. They brought like, like easy foldable chairs and just a quick setup. It was a crazy thing in a briefcase pocket mic they had conversation just sitting and dude the aesthetics were crazy the cameras pointed you just see a bunch of people lining Damn. up at twitchcon that's just Yo. like
0: i think you could cook something That'd up. be sick that would be sick any last messages you want to share with anyone that's made it to the end of this episode right um anything
1: if you made it to the end you're a real one i want to say a big shout out to you chris you're awesome thank you uh this is that's one of the best companies i've had as well and i want to tell everyone who's listening like you know there's highs like if you're in the low right now and and you know just stuff's not cooking up or not working i just want to say like have the mentality of taking over just take over you know if you want a goal take over like be be that like be that person that like gets it gets what they want you know don't be an asshole don't be a dick help people when they want but like you know, have the mentality that you you're looking out for yourself and take over. And and I truly think um, with that attitude, you'll you'll see drastic improvements. And uh, yeah, just keep grinding. Nothing's easy. No
0: free lunch. No free lunch. And for anyone who wants to like find you where you're at, I'll put the links in description below. And, yeah. Uh... Yeah, you could
1: find me Twitch TV slash Melky. We stream there. Uh, YouTube, it's at Melky Dev. That's where I put some. I cook up some great content. And Twitter, Melky Dev. So I keep it all pretty simple. And uh, find me, say hello, and uh, let's chat. This has been amazing, dude.